All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Untamed and Unexplained. Um, today is going to be an unexplained episode with our guest speaker today, Julius Boos from the podcast Inside Julius's Mind. And he's going to give us a experience that he had when he was younger. All right. So like I said in the intro, we have Julius here, which is also my husband, and he's going to give us an experience that he had with the paranormal. Right, babe? Yeah. So how old were you? Um, Was this your first experience or your... My first and last. Your first and last. So after that, you've never had another experience? Not like this. Not like that? How old were you? Uh, it's probably about six or seven. Six or seven years old. Yeah. Where was it? Where it took place? My mom's room. Where was it? Like, were y'all still living in uh, Louisiana? Louisiana? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was still in Louisiana. Um, we lived close to an area to where there was a big uh, ditch in the backyard. I don't. People don't don't know what a ditch is. Google it. Like uh, a creek. Yeah, like a okay. creek. Uh, I won't say swamp because it wasn't a swamp, but um, yeah. So like, I've always been the same. Like when I'm up, I'm up, no matter what happens. So I remember like I had like a, a nightmare, and in this nightmare, it was like this witch, um, and she had like taken over my body. Like my hands weren't even my hands no more. It was like her hands. And she had like these long, black, ugly nails, and uh, her head was like right behind mine. And she was telling me how she was gonna take over my body and shit. So like in your dream, I'm not even sure it was a dream, Loki. Like even to this day, I'm not sure it was a dream. It was too real to be just a dream. But like the scenery around you when you were I was in the bed. Oh, it was yes. Wow. <laughs> so, like, Shit. I was laying down. This was happening while I was laying down. So, I don't think it was a dream. I think that shit really happened. No cap. For real. So, like, the next day, I was, like, shooken up. Like, you know, there's something like that happened to a kid. Like, you don't know how to explain it. You really don't know how to explain it to your parents either because, God rest their souls, my parents ain't the, uh, um, at the time, the most emotional, intelligent people. So they just thought I was scared. Um, And my mom actually told the end part of this story at our wedding. She didn't tell you what led up to what I was doing. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, at our wedding, my mom gave her speech and she was talking about how like, I was talking about keep the devil under my feet, blah, 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 blah. And you would stomp at it. And I would stomp. Yeah. And I only did that because the night before, I had that dream oh, or whatever it was, whatever happened. But like, but yeah, that was my experience with the paranormal or real life. And I don't know. And that literally the only thing you've ever experienced in your life. Yeah. Cause after that, I was like, nah. <laughs> but like coming from like being, you know, from Louisiana you would expect so much more because there's so many, you know, just like ghost stories and, and paranormal stuff that comes from there. Well, I mean, I think after that happened, 
it was kind of just like, I don't know, like something happened and I probably just kind of shrugged it off. But it was never as in-depth as that was. So it was never like my body had been taken over. Yeah. It was, so like if you had to give us another example of something else that happened, what what could you think of right now? Uh, Probably be back when I was in school um, in Baton Rouge. We had a um, Lord Jesus. We had a party out in the little boondocks. My black ass should not have been there. Um, I shouldn't have been there. Lord knows I shouldn't have been there. Uh, but in Louisiana, you got stories about like the Rougarou. Uh, mm. You got the um, all types of like scary stories. But I'm the type of person like even when I'm paying attention to stuff, I'm like paying attention to stuff around me. So, like, I would see stuff out of the corner of my eye, and I just thought it was because I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I just kind of just shrugged it off. So, uh, probably a lot of shit has probably, like, happened or been around. And you've just. And I was just kind of just <laughs> scratching all talk. It's kind of like a, if I don't see it, it ain't real yeah. kind of mentality so I, for so you. Like, if I didn't see it. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. So that's how I lived. Like, people was out there doing crazy shit, like jumping in swamps and doing stuff like that. I wasn't doing that. I knew right then and there, I was done messing with the people of other skin colors. <laughs> um, but no, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that I remember vividly happening. So how was it for you? Because, you know, it, it's it's weird hearing you say that you've, you know, you've had that one experience, like that one major experience. And then you really didn't ever have anything else. And how is it for you now being married to someone who, you know, has those experiences a lot? And, you know, we had that one time where all that happened, which we'll get into that in a later episode with. We can talk about that now. That shit was weird, too. You want to talk about that now? We can talk about it, like, after we, you finish asking what questions about that. Like, how do you, how do you feel now, like being around me who is always <laughs> always experiencing that like stuff. I'm married to Dr. Facilier from uh, the Princess and the Frog. Oh my gosh. That's how I feel shit. She got friends on the other side. Talking about she be seeing shit. Does it like creep you out? Do you nah, feel scared? Because like, I be ignoring <laughs> You really do because <laughs> Y'all, one time we were here at the house and I remember telling him, like, I feel something. And I kept saying, like, I feel something. And I zoned out for the longest. And Julius walked out of the room and went to the living room and was watching TV. And I remember still, like, standing because it was in my parents' room that I could feel it. And I, like, stood in there and I told you there's something weirds going on today. I was like, that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. I don't mess with that, man. Like. Even though, like, I, I probably say I don't necessarily believe in it, I respect it. Yeah. So, like, I'm not trying to get involved. I'm not trying to, like, have people think, oh, you know, shit, I can fuck with him now. I caught him slipping that one time. No. I would say go ignore your ass. So, for me, I've had I've had plenty of experiences, you know. Um, I don't know what it is, but I think so far from my family, from what my mom's told me at least, 
it's it's been me and then apparently someone further out in the family who's who's experienced stuff like that. But other than that, I don't know of anybody. I don't know what it is. So communicate with spirits and shit. But for me, it's weird because it's um, it just kind of comes. Like I don't, you know, how some people can. No, I don't do brujeria. No, I do. I do not. So we I've had two out of all my experiences that actually involved other families, if that makes sense. Um, I don't remember if it was your experience that came first or um, my friends, because I don't want to say names, you know, for privacy of, you know, her and her family out of respect for them. Um, I don't know which experience came first. I think it was mine. I think it was yours, and then it was theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to talk about it? You can talk about it. You went, you went through it. Okay, so it started off with, um, but this was before we got married, and we typically would, like, I think that day we were on FaceTime, and we would FaceTime and put, like, our phones down and just kind of talk back and forth until, like, we fell asleep. So I remember I was laying down in bed, and... It the way it happens is really weird because I start to zone out and it almost feels like I'm falling like it feels like I'm falling asleep or I like I'm already asleep, but I'm not because I started talking to him and asking him questions. So the way it is sometimes, you know, it's like I have a feeling that somebody wants to talk to me. And once I get that feeling, my initial instinct is always to like say in my brain, like, if you have good intentions, you can come forward. If you don't, I don't want to talk to you. I always have to say that. I don't know where I learned that from, but I've always, I've always said that because I don't want anything that's negative to come through. So I, you know, rather bring something good to light than something bad. So I remember we were laying down and I said, Hey, does Johnny ring a bell to you, right? No, it was something smaller than that. What was it? Um, because Johnny would have been like, yeah, it's my dad's day. You know what I mean? It was something way smaller than that. Uh, I think you said like senior or some shit like that. It was something off the wall. Um, or uh, A J. I said... Do you know somebody whose name starts with a J? Yeah. And they're older. Me, me being a smart ass, I was like, me? Of course. And I was like, no, like somebody older, like somebody who's passed. And I was like, it's it's coming through like a John something J, J, J. And him, he was just like, ooh, you know, thinking it was a whole joke. And then I was like, I see, I see a gun, right? It was a gun. Hmm. What was it? It was a can. You said you saw a can of chewing tobacco. Yeah, that, but then I also saw a gun because that's where you came and said that he was a hunter mm-hmm. after the fact. Yeah. So, so I was just giving him just different things, like, because the way it works for me is it's not somebody that's standing in front of me. But for me is what it, what it is, is pictures that come to my head. And once the pictures come to my head, that's when I'm like, you know, telling the people or him in that matter, that wasn't like 
I was talking to, um, hey, you know, this, does this mean anything to you? Does this mean anything to you? So it was like the chewing, the can of uh, the tobacco, the gun, and sorry was, was the word that kept coming. Um, and the chest, um, I said, I finally asked him, I was like, Hey, you know, if you don't mind me asking, cause at this point we had already figured out, um, it was, no, we didn't, not, no, not, not yet. yet. Okay. So I was like, this person passed away with something that had to do with their chest. I said, I feel like I can't breathe. And I feel like that's how they died. That some, it had something to do with that. And that's when you said that your grandpa died. And how did he die? He died of a, uh, I guess it was lung cancer. Uh, I think it's called COPD. Mm. So he died, you know, not being able to breathe. And, and that's when I was kind of just like, but uh, like I told you, I never really had a relationship with him. So it was uh, it was weird. And so whenever I told you like the whole, the sorry, you know, what did that make you? That they was talking to the wrong son. Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't have been me. It should have been a. Uh, Probably my dad. Like my dad should it should have happened around him, uh, because you can't really to me. And I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a pessimist, so like I don't think you can really apologize to me because you know yeah. um, it's really hard to kind of put into words. But you can't really apologize to me because out of sight, out of mind type yeah. thing. Uh, but. I feel like, you know, my dad probably, he could have used that sorry or, you know, what what have you. But, um, I mean. You know, but then again, maybe that message wasn't meant for you. Yeah. You know, and and to this day, we haven't told your dad. No. We have not told your dad. So, um, hi, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we may have to, you know, give him a heads up, let him know. Yeah. Now that the episode's going to be out. But that was, to me, the first experience that I had like that. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but for me, it was, like, super, like, trippy. You know? It was trippy for me, too. Because it was, like, so weird that, like, all that started just coming up. And um, with my friend, who, like I said, I don't want to say their names or anything out of respect for you know, for her and the family and everything like that. Um, it happened just the same. Um, I was not on the phone with her or anything like that, but I was falling asleep and a little girl came up and it was really weird because it was a little girl, but like, I felt like she could talk, but she wasn't at the age where she should be able to talk. You know what I mean? So she came up And she wanted to show me her favorite dress. And this favorite dress was a really cute, like, little pink dress. But she was wearing a white dress. So, um... This was was super trippy. I'm a damn ghost whisperer. So, she was wearing a white dress. She showed me... It was, like, 
the pink dress, she was making the biggest deal out of this pink dress. Like this pink dress meant the world to this little girl, right? Mm -hmm. So in trying to figure out like who this little girl was and, you know, all this stuff, you know, things were said, you know, she said, I love you and all this stuff, not to me, but like to her family, obviously. Um, and then I finally figured out that it was my friend's sister who had actually passed when she was a little child. Like she was a, she was little, she was a little girl. And I pulled my friend to the side. I explained everything to her and she said, dude, Christina, like, stop, like, just we're calling my mom. So I called her mom. We're on the phone with her. And during the phone call, like I'm explaining everything that I just explained to you guys. And she said, wow. She's like, you really do have a gift. She's like, well, you know, we've always believed in this stuff. And, um, she, I told her, you know, what does, what does the pink dress mean? And she said, well, she did have a dress and it was her absolute favorite dress to wear. And that dress was a pink dress. And I believe they, they even one time when we went over, I think her mom, which was like the absolute sweetest person ever showed me the dress. And I mean, you don't really know what to say, you know, it's, it, it's for me, if I can help somebody have like some sort of closure, like a message like that, that's just the best thing for me. And, you know, her, you know, being a mom who's lost her child, of course, like, you know, who wouldn't want to have something like that come yeah. through. But that was, that was the second experience I've had with that. And, um, I did have something else happen to me, but it, I don't think they were very nice people. So I didn't really talk much to them, but how does, how does all that, like, does it make you feel creeped out around me now? No. It's weird. No. As long as I don't get, you know, no uh, secondhand spirit touching. Uh, and you haven't, really. Thank God. Because they know I want to fuck. Because everything that's happened, I, I mean. burning sage rice. We have, we do have our sage here that your mom gave to us. Um, but I don't think anything, you know, there's not anything bad that's happened. You know, knock on wood that it doesn't happen, but. No, it's weird. It's like, the, uh, what's the name of that show? With, uh, Ghost Whisper? No, it was another show. It's a guy though. Damn, let me see. Let me see if I can Google it real quick. Because Ghost Whisper is one. With um that one actor, uh, what is it, Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah. And I watch that show all the time. It was so. like a... Man. Is it an old show? It's an old show. Not the Twilight Zone? Not the Twilight Zone, man. It's going to be, it's going to bother me until I figure out which one it was. But it was, it was a good show. Um... We'll have to figure yeah, it I'll out. Yeah, I'll have to figure it out. But it's like I'm, I'm married to Paranorman. Have y'all seen that show? No. You seen that movie, mm -mm. Paranorman? No. You can see like the ghosts and stuff? No. 
You've never seen that movie? Paranorman? Yeah. No. Unless I, you know how I am with movies. Let me see if I can show you. I'm a visual person and I have to this like. <gasps> yeah, I have. Okay, yeah, I have. That was a cool movie, actually. Um, so, is there anything else you want to share with everybody? Well, no, that was really my only two experiences. My mom used to try to scare me when I was younger, but I got over that. But, okay. Because she told me there was a woman um, that lived not too far from us that, um, what was she? She was like half lion, half woman. See, I want to make another episode where, you know, like we go deep and dive deep into the, what is it called from Louisiana? The Rugaru? The Yeah. Like, to me, that, and I haven't dived like super deep into that and the backstory and the, you know, the everything with it, but I'm really interested. And I think. Low key, it was kind of crazy that like <clears throat> my mom would use that story to like scare people, but that's like a Catholic kid. That's how you scare Catholic kids. Yeah. And we weren't Catholic. So it was kind of yeah. weird that she would tell us that story. But, uh, before we like get into that, I can just kind of tell you what it is. Well, I want to make an episode where we actually like know all the backstories to that. I do. You do? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm... oh, I know, but I can just say it's basically just like a Cajun werewolf. So, in other words, for us Hispanics, it's probably something like El Chupacabra. No. Different. Yes. Okay. Because El Chupacabra, can he talk? I don't know. Can he mimic voices? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the the, the Ruguru, Ruguru can, can do all that. Yeah, Mimic voices. You want to kind of do a quick breakdown of everything? Mm-hmm. Come get scared talking about it right now. <laughs> so, like I said, I'll be this So, right we're going to have to do it on another episode where... When the sun just came out. When it's early in the morning. Yeah, and we've, seven o'clock. we've burned our sage around the room, <laughs> did a, a morning prayer and everything. Right. So definitely look for that episode coming very soon. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an interesting one because everything about the Rougarou to me is like, it's interesting. Yeah. It's hella interesting. You know how drunk you got to be to come up with a story like that? Yeah. And I don't think it's, it's. I don't think I it's, think it's true. I don't think it's an urban legend. Like true, like true. I do. Yeah, I don't like, believe in Bigfoot, but I think the rumor was true. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. From the things that I've seen, the little that I've seen, I'm totally 100 percent convinced. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So thank you, you so. About him, oh my god! Stop it! Thank you so much again for listening to our unexplained episode with Mr. Julius Booz. Christina's husband. I know every. I did introduce you as my husband. He is my husband. Got married in November and here we are. Now I'm just trying to do how they do like women in uh, in the news. Such and such his wife. Christina's husband. That's what I'm starting saying. Oh my gosh. Y'all stay tuned for that episode of the Rougarou. Arugaru. Yeah, let's make it sound like you speak Spanish. Uh, 
Arugaru. Arugaru. I do speak Spanish. I just want everybody to understand. Gosh. And this is why we don't do podcasts together. That's why we should do more together. Oh, my Santa. All right. So, like I said, keep tuned. Um, keep tuned. What the heck am I even saying at this point? You're thinking about the YouTube page. I am thinking of the YouTube page. Um, so, if you have any experiences, you know what to do. Email them to us and we'll read them on one of our next episodes. And until next time, adios.